this 2023 Charlotte Roval NASCAR Weekend Recap Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win one. 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research play- platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Here to wrap up a weekend of racing things. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. They tackled the Charlotte Roval this weekend, and the Roval tackled back in some cases, but uh, definitely had some entertaining racing going on this weekend, and uh, we're here to break it all down for you and how we did on our bets uh, on the weekend. And then there were eight, Rod. Oh, man. There were it's getting, the season is getting whittled down here, sadly enough. But, yeah, a pretty entertaining weekend of racing. Cashed a few bets, missed a few bets, kind of how exactly how we thought it would go, to be honest with you, because we, we kind of thought this was a wild card. That's it for wild cards. It is all pretty straightforward from here on out. We've got uh, very, very generic oval races to finish the season across all series. Uh Going to Las Vegas this weekend. That should be a really fun race, a good one. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, what a weekend, huh? You know, and and <laughs> it's funny because we talked. <laughs> I mean, you said it's entertaining, and and the, look, it was entertaining. There were some very entertaining spots, um, but I, I'm telling you, I'm still not sold on this Roval. I still don't necessarily think I'm a fan of the Roval. It doesn't offer to me what a true road course offers, and it's it, honestly, Cody, it's not even really as exciting as Indy. Indy's Roval is a little bit more exciting than Charlotte's Roval, to be honest with you. Shh, don't say that. They got rid of the Indy one, so we're, I, well, we're happy about that. But I wish they would get rid yeah, of both I, of them. Well, just road course racing in general has, in this car, much like the short track, it's not been perfected yet, right? And there's not a ton of passing. It's a lot more about track position. You can make an argument the best cars didn't win because they didn't get a chance to win because they had the points race or they got fucked on the caution. God so tired of getting fucked at this track on caution flags, Rod. Uh, we'll talk about it. But 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, once somebody gets up front, it's pretty hard to pass them. And, and that's what we've seen on the short tracks, what we've seen on the road courses. Again, hopefully going forward, we can continue to fix that. I don't know. It's uh, This track has had its, its moments, obviously. There's been a couple of exciting finishes there in the past, and we had some chances at some stuff. I wish Kyle Busch would have been a little more aggressive, maybe, but, uh, you know, oh well. <laughs> well, and to me, the biggest story that was coming in, obviously, was the re-edition of the caution flag or the, the, the caution breaks, right? And it's, I know, I know. And I get what the I know why they're doing it, and I get why they're doing it. But at the same time, it's like when you start messing around like that, you get the uh, you get cars that are fast mixed in with these cars that are slow. And who was it? Was it um, uh, who said well, something just, about? And just imagine if you would have had Tyler Reddick and Chase Elliott to battle it out with AJ Allmendinger. Right? Imagine those three guys racing for the, the end, but they couldn't because Reddick had to race for points. He had no choice. And Elliot got screwed by 15 feet on uh, on the caution flag and ended up having to stay out when the stage and, and got fucked and you know put back in the 31st or whatever on that that last restart uh, for the as far as stages went. So imagine though if we could have seen those three guys duke it out, the three best cars in the field. But instead, and, and AJ was it was a very good car and a great driver. Obviously, he's won at this circuit already. Uh, you know, four times in Xfinity or whatever it was. So. Uh, we know that he can do it, but imagine if you got those three, see those three guys duke it out at the end. Instead, we, you know, I don't know. Uh, again, could go either way because it could get stretched out and you end up with an Indy road course or a Watkins Glen where it wasn't a ton of of excitements. And so you got some restarts in this one and all that fun stuff. But I don't know. I'm just kind of ish on, on road coursing here lately just because. The racing's not been as good as as we get spoiled on these intermediate tracks here lately, and uh, luckily we've got those the next couple of weeks at least. I mean, and they got the intermediate styled in, and that's exactly what they wanted to do, right? I mean, now obviously they've got to catch up with the road courses and the short tracks, but um, you know, I guess one thing at a time. We can we can only we can only expect one thing at a time. Well, those used to be good before this car, so <laughs> <laughs> we sacrificed one for the other. Rod, you can't have everything, and and yet we keep adding more road courses to the schedule. So <laughs> tell me, tell me where we're going next. I don't even know at this point, but um, yeah, I mean, look, and again, overall. It served its purpose, right? I mean, it served as the eliminator track. I'm sure the the folks that are on the outside now are, are kind of wishing that this wasn't the eliminator track, but you get what you get. You, I mean, you look at it, right? And, and there wasn't really – we didn't have the the playoff guys having the issues like they'd had, right? There was a lot of guys earlier on in the season where, oh, playoff trouble, playoff – and Denny Hamlin did, but he'd already locked himself in at that point. Uh, and you look at it, we've a pretty solid group of eight, right? There's – We've got eight of the best drivers in the field. Uh, you know, there's a couple guys on the outside, of course, that I think you would put in the top eight. But in an overall sense, you've got eight really good drivers. Any of these eight guys, I think, could win the title. So, uh, you know, it served its purpose. It's got us where we are. Uh, I know. I, I'm not super excited that it's coming back again next year. I'd, I'd rather do the oval. But, again, we're getting rid of some of the other ones. I know uh, Indy, or Indy Road Course, I think, is the only one, I guess, that's going away. But... Thank God again. Um, all right. So like you said, though, we actually do have now our uh, our drivers that are going to be going forward. And that, of course, starts with the uh, guys at the top, right? Byron Truex, Hamlin Larson. Those are the four guys that are clear right now. Uh, under the line is Busher, Bell, Reddick, and Blaney. So those are your final eight 
I mean, and, it, you're right, though. These yeah. four are the best in the in the field right now. Yeah, it's a solid it's a solid lineup. And, and again, uh, you got three races left here. You win one and you're in. So if you win this weekend at Las Vegas, your team can shift their focus like Joey Logano did last year. He won at Las Vegas. The team shifted the focus to Phoenix and boom, they hit things, right? So going to be going hard for that. There's no mulligans in this round. The only way you can get a mulligan in this round is if you win one of these races. If you're Martin Truex Jr. and you don't finish better than 15th, which he's not done yet in this entire playoffs, sorry, buddy, you're not advancing to the Final Four unless there's just utter chaos behind him, I guess. But it's it's pretty shrunk up now. Uh, I mean, Byron's only 20 points to the good at the very top of this. That's not very much. That's, that's two stages in this thing. That, that's 20 spots on the track through three races. That's not much at all. And Blaney on the other end is only 10 points at the bottom below the cutoff line. And then, again, that's not very much either. So... Uh, it's going to be a tight battle all the way through Martinsville, and uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting one, and, and we're going to have a champion. What I did think was crazy here, so so you had Kyle Busch and Keselowski both eliminated in this round in addition to Chastain and, and Wallace, but those two guys are champions, and now if you look at the field, Rod, there's only two previous champions left in this field. you got Martin Truex Jr. He's a, a one-time champion. You've got Kyle Larson, also a one-time champion. That is it. So of these eight drivers, there's only two championships combined between all of them. Um, so there's a, a fairly good shot. And obviously, when Denny Hamlin wins this, like I predicted before the playoffs, there's going to be a new champion. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, and and honestly, that's... Uh, so wait, update our brackets real quick. You got, you got about 20 seconds to update our brackets. Who, oh God, who do we got that. in there? Okay, let's see. This one's yours. You had Truex, Hamlin, Busher, and Larson all still alive as far as for your final four. Uh, for my final four, I had Truex, Hamlin, Reddick, and and uh, Keselowski. So Keselowski's out. Reddick is still alive. The other two guys still alive. So my final um, four is still alive. So your final four still intact. Your champion of Martin Truex Jr. is looking uh, kind of grim, Dale, honestly. Dale Jarrett said on the post race he was the only one you couldn't make a case for eh. to win the championship, which I thought was maybe going a little far. I, I know it's been a rough playoff far. so far, but hey, and he's, they're back to. That's the thing is like we've had these wild card tracks, we've had these unknown tracks kind of throughout the playoffs. Wish wait till next year because there's gonna be even more of that with two road courses and two super speedways. We'll get into the schedule in the off season, but uh, yeah, I know I went past my twenty seconds, but <laughs> it's gonna be gonna be interesting going forward here. <laughs> well, going forward, we'll break down the bets from this weekend for you. But first, I want to tell you about game time. Buying tickets stinks, just flat out horrible i would not recommend it to anybody zero out of ten would not recommend again but i changed all that you've changed all that game time has changed all that you can now buy tickets with ease and without the stress of buying them from other places because game time is not only going to offer you great deals but they're going to offer you great deals on last minute tickets so you don't have to worry about whether or not you can go weeks in advance, months in advance. Sometimes you can decide the day of that you want to go and find yourself a really great deal on game time because they are designed to give you great deals on those last minute tickets. Plus, it got your back. When you buy on game time, your tickets are going to be delivered on time and authentic, absolutely guaranteed for that as well. Plus all the lower fees, the better prices. They want to give you a great, great deal. And if you find a better one, they're going to make it up 110% of the difference plus it's made for your phone if you buy and when you buy tickets on game time they're going to be delivered straight to your phone no worrying about shifting through emails or spam or even waiting for them in the mail heaven forbid 
Don't worry about all that. You get your tickets right on your phone. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by a leg, as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven plays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, as we were talking... Oh, you, you look like you're already ready to say something, Cody. What? No, I I was just ready to go. I was. I. You are so pumped now up. That they're, now that you're not on the screen for the, you know, if you watch on the YouTube side of things, again, you should be doing that. Uh, but bro, we've got the, the pop-ups now with the ad details and stuff. And so I was kind of just like, you know, doing whatever over here. And then I was like, oh, it's time to go again. And so, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, here I am. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I was about ready to go too. if you had a question for me. No, we, well, so we all, we, we are trying to constantly strive to become better at all of this, right? So with YouTube being a thing now, uh, we, we decided to throw some uh, overlays up to keep up with the Joneses, right? So now I don't have to, you don't have to look at me while I read, even though I, I tend to think I make it a little more entertaining uh, than than most, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're now we're throwing I can up. Still see you while you're reading, so it's fine. I get the enjoyment of that at least. <laughs> you get the best of both worlds, so that's right. Uh, all right, so both there was two series this weekend. There was the Xfinity, there was the Cup race. Obviously, as we normally do, we'll start with the Cup race because it's the fresher one in our memory. Cody, my question then, I guess to you is, does this weekend make AJ Allmendinger my favorite driver again? Because I, I really do have a soft spot for that guy. I don't know why I love him so much, but like this weekend well, solidified. My it. biggest question to that question is, do you want your favorite driver to be a full-time <laughs> Xfinity driver? Because if so, then sure, AJ should be your favorite driver. Ouch. I mean, look, I don't even it's care at I, this point. I, hey, that's per Jordan Bianchi. It's all, I mean, basically, from the sounds of it, they don't have funding for him to be in the Cup Series, and, and they're done chasing trophies. Because that was a bullshit lie the whole time. Yeah, it was. it's gonna be, it's gonna be number ten. <laughs> He's already signed up for one of those cars, and either Ty Dillon, I think it might end up being Ty Dillon. <laughs> if they if they pull Daniel Hemrick and Ty Dillon in those Cup cars next year, I don't ever want to see. I already don't want to see trophy hunting because you have Daniel Hemrick in your car. Oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, that's a that's a conversation for another day. That'll I guess that'll be a silly but per, conversation. per Jordan Bianchi of the Athletic, uh, I mean, from everything he's hearing and was told by them, as of right now, they don't have funding to put AJ in the Cup car next year. They're looking to to sell that ride. Basically, uh, they want somebody who's got funding, and it sounds like AJ is going to be full time in Xfinity again, which you could argue is probably a better place for him, and he has a more legitimate shot to chase trophies, and he's going to win five. You know, well, if Sam Mayer doesn't have something to say about it, AJ Allmendinger the second. Uh, but you know, so maybe he'll have a chance at the title there. He won the regular season title a couple of years ago, so maybe a better fit, anyways. But 
I, I don't know. I mean, AJ won this race, obviously, and, and props to him. And that's why they brought him in on this in the Cup Series, right? Because he had a chance that he didn't win it before the playoffs. So that was kind of the reason they had hoped. But he still won one, and, and this is what he's capable of. So there you go, I guess. Yeah, and look, I, honestly, he's just he's just that kind of a guy. Like, he will go out and he will dominate and win you a race, and then he'll go out and he'll finish 25th, and, and you'll wonder what the heck's going on. So it's it's frustrating, I'm sure. And from a funding standpoint, can we just start a GoFundMe? I mean, or what is it, a, a <laughs> Patreon for him just so he can cup race? Uh, everybody just pitch in $10 a week so that he can continue to drive cup cars? There you go, Rod. That's, uh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I, I, I'd subscribe. Uh, all right, so we buried the lead. AJ Allmendinger ends up winning this race, and honestly, I think I, I know that we'll talk about some of these other cars in a second. But I, I, I really, honestly think that this is the best driver that won this race because he outlasted everything. He outlasted strategy. He outlasted a bunch of different things that were going on, and I just feel like uh, he started sixth, so it wasn't as if he started from the back of the field and and uh, benefited from everybody flipping stages. You know, he had to he had to make decisions too. He just decided he wanted to win this race. So Yeah, well, uh, and he was in a position he could, right? He didn't have to worry about no. about stage racing. And and uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the Elliott Pets. I think he would have had something to say about it. Bad timing on the caution, it happens. So all right, should we jump into the bets, Rod? Let's do it. Let's do it. Kyle Bush to finish on the podium, top three plus four hundred. Rod, where did Kyle Bush finish in this race? Bottom step of the podium, but still on the podium. On the podium, baby. That's all that matters. Uh, cash this one. For this bet, I was a little happy that he didn't uh, get too aggressive and end up wrecking himself there at the end because I thought for sure that's what was going to happen. But pretty much exactly like I thought. I mean, I knew he would be. He's been in contention in all these road course races, but he's not been the best guy. And and it kind of just played out again, right? He's got, I think this is his third or fourth of the you know six we had this year where he's finished in the top three. And so that's where he's been doing. That's what he did again. Uh, unfortunately, it was not enough to advance him on. Our 20 to 1 ticket from last November is is in the trash now, unfortunately. But we had some good value on it at points because he was the favorite at, earlier on in the season. And it's been an up and down season, but did cash the podium finish top three here at plus 400. So that was a, a good way to start the card. It was a great way to start the card. And unfortunately, you're right. I mean, it's just for some reason, halfway through the season, he checked out and would pop up for a good finish, a good couple of finishes, and then disappear back into oblivion. So don't know what it was. Don't care now because, obviously, he's only going to be racing for good finishes and, and to try to salvage the rest of this season. But um, All right, my next bet, Ryan Blaney is a top 10. This, this ladder fell over. This this ladder like was it turned into one of those step stool ladders that literally just didn't didn't get you where you needed to go. Like it got you, it you could step up, but unfortunately you couldn't step up to where you wanted to. Ryan Blaney ends up finishing twelfth. But listen, Ryan Blaney was inside the top ten for a few parts of this race. Ryan Blaney uh, was rolling around in the top ten and then just slipped out of it. Like I don't know what happened at the at the very end because he at least was a top ten car. Yeah, I feel like towards the end, him and and somebody had a little con. Was he one of the guys racing around Suarez? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet. That's from- right. Uh, I think it was Jordan Bianchi, actually, but AJ Allmendinger asked if uh, the 99 was drunk because he was driving like a wino on his way to the <laughs> liquor store. And like, that is a perfect explanation. Like, what was Daniel Suarez doing this with? Like, just driving like a fucking idiot. Like, oh, man, I love Daniel Suarez, but what the fuck, bro? Like, every time they showed his car, he was just 
driving like a maniac and then he ends up wrecking it and and it's like yeah what do you think is going to happen dude you're driving like a jackass but he was jumping out in traffic like alonzo uh in front of uh in front of leclerc i mean oh i'm sorry that's an f1 reference we'll get there uh yeah anyways blaney finished 12th like i said he was a top 10 car he was never going to be a top five he was never going to be a top three he was never going to win uh but i at least thought this top 10 which is what i had initially had uh, had put down on my sheet till i talked myself into the ladder uh on this one but yeah ryan blaney did not cash this bet so unfortunately none of them cashed unfortunately uh i had chris busher top 10 minus 120 death taxes chris busher top 10s on road courses rod seventh place just where you need him to be cash that also throughout top forward at plus 550 logano ends up in fifth busher ends up in seventh so close to cashing that one that would have been would have been a nice little uh icing on top there but did cash the top 10 which i was very big on one of my bigger bets of the weekend just because man he's automatic you're getting another good number on him minus 120 uh it's kind of nice we don't have a road course until you know into next season now so hopefully people forget and they just give us this number again because it's like goodness man he's just he's so good at these road courses so consistent always gets you the top 10 does it again so close on the top forward unfortunately missed out on that one well, and, you know, he started in 20th. So the fact that he even climbed his way into a seventh place, it, w- it wasn't even looking for a little bit that he was going to be a, a top 10 car until that final stage when he managed to um, get in the right place at the right time. He didn't finish either stage inside of the top 10. So uh, <clears throat> the fact that he, he found his way up there in stage three was, that's just a testament to how good he really is at being able to manipulate situations. And he is in the in the mix. So, you know, points racing be damned. He actually decided to go out and get a good finish on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, hey, they moved on, so it worked out for him. Yes. Oh, yeah, it sure did. So, um, all right, before we go on with our bets, let me tell you about Underdog Pick, Underdog Fantasy. Well, and Underdog Pick them too. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside of your favorite football team. And as you know, drive along with your favorite drivers all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to win 10K each. We gave you a bunch of our Underdog plays uh, on the weekend. A lot of them actually hit, so uh, hopefully you guys followed along with them and made your picks. And maybe you hopefully made a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, Underdog Fantasy. Dot com And right now, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. Well, my next bet cashed. And it cashed in the best way possible. This is the ladder I should have climbed. I'm not sure why I climbed the Ryan Blaney ladder. I should have climbed this ladder that was the aj almendinger ladder i'm mean, as a top five bet at plus 200 i mean top five he finished first and like i said you watched him kind of go through the whole metamorphosis of this race right i mean you saw reddick obviously starting to lead the beginning of it and then as this race progressed and as everybody was points racing right it was reddick and it was elliot who won the stages again you look for A.J. Allmendinger, he was 10th at the end of stage one, but that's only because he started sixth and he dropped back at the end of stage one. Um, well, and I think he flipped it too, didn't he, and got back up to 10th. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, again, 
this lined up just perfectly for them because everybody was going to be play our points racing that that really was going to be a contender for the most part outside of like an Elliot. So uh, top five was was definitely the right call on this. Obviously, we didn't have as the outright. That's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, top five was a great call. Plus money. Love it from you. Rod, this one was a pretty easy one to hit. And I said how much I loved it. The only thing that that scared me was chaos, which we didn't really get a ton of. Um, but it was number of Fords in the top 10. They had this set at 3.5. Under was the easy way to go. Minus 110. Only end up with two Fords inside the top 10. So easily cash this. You had Logano in fifth, Busher in seventh. Um, then you had Priest and Blaney 11th and 12th. But other than that, everybody was a little farther back. So, uh, man, this was just seemed very, very mispriced based on how all of the road courses had gone uh, so far throughout the season. Chicago had been the only one where four had finished in the top 10. And, and again, that's hard to, to compare to to all these other road courses just because it was different. But uh, th this was, man, I hope we continue to get bets like this because I think this is one of those fun markets we can kind of continue to dabble in and hit on. And I've started to see these. They were kind of popping up later in the week, but this time they were earlier in the week where we actually could give it out on the show. So hopefully we keep getting these options and, and can keep tackling this. Yeah, I do love that because it, it obviously, you know, when you when you hit up, it just, it makes sense. And not only that, but you can see the patterns. Like this is, this is one of the ones where it's easy to kind of see the patterns as you look back through these finishing positions. And so, um, yep, I hope we get those two and good call by you. One of those Fords that was not, that you did not list in the top 10 was Kevin Harvick. Did, was Kevin Harvick in this race? No. In oh, fact, I yeah, don't think he's racing the rest of the season. Him. Yeah. So <laughs> at, at nine to one, this will be the last time you hear me say Kevin Harvick's name on this. I don't even you you say it in Phoenix. I'm not. I'll be say I saying it right now in Phoenix. I already created that document and put him in there as my winner, yeah, just so no. you can't take it. I'm done. <laughs> I, I you can say his name all you want in Phoenix. I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, that I'm done saying his name. So Kevin By Harvick, way, top three. A quick aside: the Homestead race. I don't know if you saw this today. It's going to be called the Forever 400 in honor of Kevin Harvick, mm. which is cool and that's great. But did like Jeff Gordon get a race named after him or Dale Hart Jr.? Jimmy did not. Jimmy, G seven time champion Jimmy Joe. Does Kevin Harvick need a race named after him? Are we that hard up for race sponsorships? I don't okay. Know. Anyways, I'll get off the soapbox on that one. Hey, if you I love Kevin, him. but hey, I just as a little. Does he? Did, all these other guys didn't get races. I I don't know about that. But anyway, Stuart Haas money, baby. I, I they should probably focus on finding somebody for the ten car and <laughs> not worry about famous races. But you know whatever. Uh, all right, next bet for you, my friend. Uh, next bet for me uh, was my top tens. This was this was the the chaos builds. I had uh, Austin Hill plus seven fifty, Corey LaJoy plus nine hundred. Neither of these cashed. LaJoy did end up in 17th. That's not, uh, for a guy that's 9-1, to one, being 17th is not too far out of the top 10. Um, and Hill was 27th. I did play both these guys in DFS and had a very, very good weekend in DFS. Um, a lot of the guys we talked about. And in the underdog, too, I was going to mention after the ad read earlier, we had five of seven. We gave out seven plays because I tossed in one bonus one. Five of seven. So uh, you can only play up to six. So if you play the right ones and you play the insurance play and stuff, like, Depending on how you played it, hopefully you guys catch some of those because I had a few this weekend, which was really nice. But yeah, these were chaos plays. If we got the all the overtime restarts there at the end, if Kyle Bush is more aggressive and and takes out Almondinger and, and grabs Byron and then 
there's a big pile up and, and LaJoy slips through or or Hill slips through all that. That's kind of what you're looking for. Uh, we had the LaJoy Balicki bullshit stuff out of the out of the pits that fucked my Elliott bet as well, uh, which was very unfortunate. But uh, so maybe LaJoy would have done a little better without that contact. Who knows? But uh, again, this was was the build for chaos part. It didn't get as chaotic as as it could have. And I think things could have turned out much differently, uh, you know, a little more slip up. And Kyle was kind of going for it on that last restart. He hit the wall. I thought for sure he was going to put the bumper to age. Like, you're racing for a championship at that point. Don't you take him out? I, I know it's a new Kyle Busch, and he's he's flipped the, the leaf and all that. But I was kind of surprised he wasn't more aggressive. But, uh, yeah, these ones didn't cash. But, again, for the chaos factor and, and what could have been, I don't mind replacing either of these bets i told you though i mean i know i know that the the podium finish was a lock but like for Ky this is not this is still a kyle bush that that can pop up and have a good finish but next three weeks he'll probably turn around in in 20th or or 15th you know it's it's a frustrating frustrating season for kyle bush yeah it's for as good as they started the season too like man just unfortunate but yeah oh well he's it got is. next year well, yeah, he does have next year. He better have next year. Um, all right, this next one cashed and uh, wasn't necessarily even all that close, except for the fact that Chastain made it uh, closer at the end than I was hoping for. Joey Logano over Ross Chastain. Uh, Chastain started 12th, but I, I don't feel like he was running around. I mean, at, I know at the end of stage two, he was in sixth place. But I, again, I feel like that one car was just all over the map. Joey Logano, on the other hand, like I said, he started seventh, finished fifth. But, like, I feel like he was more consistently, like, his, his, the, the ebb and flow of his race, you could predict it. Because you're like, okay, well, I know he's coming in with this group, and I know he's coming out with this group. And so, you know, you knew where he was going to be at. And, of course, he's not points racing right now. He was just racing to, to win, but, and he, which he was never going to do. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, a fifth-place finish for Joy Logano when you kind of thought to yourself, where is he half of the race? Because um, he didn't finish in... Uh, the top 10 in either of the stages. But then again, that's because everybody else was flipping and he was, you know, on a different pit strategy as well. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this one cashed at minus 115. You just, for as good as Chastain finished, I don't feel like that was indicative of his actual race. Whereas Joey Logano, that was indicative of his race. Yeah, I maybe that's why Daniel Suarez was driving like a crazy man and wanted to get some attention for Trackhouse because... Otherwise, nobody was paying attention to this week. Is Daniel Suarez the new Sergio Perez? Does he have to prove himself now to, to I, keep his ride next maybe, year? Maybe, I guess. I, I don't. Well, actually, <laughs> yes, I think he does have to prove himself because, yeah, the Zane Smith is a track house guy, not even in a track house car now. And uh, Chastain's locked up for years with the Anheuser-Busch sponsorship. He ain't going nowhere. So, yeah, Daniel Suarez does need to prove himself because uh, he's very much on the seat. Uh, not a good week for the winning car bets, Rod. I had the winning car as odd. You had under 15.5. Um, <laughs> the first odd finishing car in this race was in sixth. So uh, this was a big miss by me. <laughs> hey, and I told you that I, I this was just one of those ones where there was so much firepower underneath. I wouldn't have my heart broken if it was over because that would meant the 16 car one. So, um, I mean, again, at plus money, you still had Kyle Busch up there. Um, Chase Elliott had the possibility of doing it. Kyle Larson never really had it because he started in the back, but imagine if he would have not started in the back. Like, he finished 13th. He made up uh, 23 spots in the course of that race. So I feel like it, he would have had something for the field if he would have started a little closer to the front. 
Yeah, I yeah, I think so. And and again, uh, who knows? But yeah, I was I just man, I with Larson and Elliot and, and Reddick, like I felt like the outside was so loaded and it just did not pan out that way. Again, I think two of the fastest cars were odd number cars, but the car that wins, not. Uh speaking of winners, I had Chase Elliott six to one. I feel really good about this bet. He looked really good. Things were going perfectly. He was going to flip the stage. He would have restarted the third stage as the leader at that point with as hard as it was to pass. Good luck because if somebody was not going to put the bumper to him, I don't think he was going to get passed. I think he would have won this race. I think this was the right bet to make. Fortunately, the ill-timed caution uh, just ruined everything, which was very sad. I had Danny Hamlin, 20-1. to 1. A longer shot. I thought maybe he would kind of show up and look good. He didn't look bad. Um, and, and he started ninth. He started in ninth, so he was up there in the top 10. Um, he would have won. I know he was talking on his podcast. He would have won stage two because they, they were going to flip it, uh, and Elliot and Bell were both going to pit until the caution, uh, which probably would not have been good for our, our winning bet because it would have put him back farther anyways. But, yeah, he, he got just got in the back there and, and made the mistake overcorrected. Busher, 22 to 1. This was just you're taking the number because he's going to be in the top 10 at the end. Who knows what can happen? You took the number. He was in the top 10 at the end. It didn't happen. But again, if there's chaos up front, he slips through there. Uh, it definitely could have. So uh, I don't. The Hamlin one, I guess, maybe is the one I probably shouldn't have made, I, I suppose. But uh, the Elliott one, I think, was definitely the right way to go. Just got unlucky again. Oh, killing me. Yeah. But uh, shit happens. I mean, I'm telling you, and it happens to the best of them, like Kyle Larson, who ended up having to. Start in the back because he couldn't hang with himself in practice, crashed himself out, couldn't qualify, started from the back. It was, uh, rough for those Hendrick cars this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the Xfinity side of things, but uh, not, not great for them in practices this week. <laughs> not even a little. So, yeah, finishes 13th. I don't know what he would have had. I mean, still, like I said, at, at 9-1 to one for Larson to win this race, he was fast. He was. Man, when he when he started in the back, I thought for sure this was going to be the week where he gets caught up in a wreck and he misses the next round of the play. Like that, Larson is one of the favorites now to win the title. If he could make it through this round, which was the tough round, and he did make it through, uh, but yeah, we didn't really get a chance to see what he could have had. I mean, he made hay for where he started. He, he passed people like crazy and, and everything, but you just didn't get a chance to see because he never got the chance to be up front, the chance to to make those strategy calls or or. However, it would have worked out. Uh, yeah, just so far behind the eight ball that, that you really didn't get an opportunity to see this one. Yeah. And again, I'm a little disappointed. But again, I would not have not made this bet. I would have not suggested this to people. Um, even, you know, that I really not knowing that he wasn't going to make any sort of qualifications. All things even still would have suggested this. So, um, all right. There was an Xfinity race as well on Saturday. And uh, listen, I, I'm know that we joke a lot about our my love at least for junior motorsports but it is not misplaced all season long this team has proven that they really are the class i know joe gibbs likes to enter the conversation and and that's fine and that's all well and good but these these jrm cars show up when it matters and today or or saturday rather they showed up and they showed up big yeah, Sam Mayer, huh? he said maybe maybe I'm the, the next AJ Allmendinger. Three road course wins this season. Yeah. Absolutely impressive by him. So you, you got to give it to him there. I had Austin Hill top five. Boy, we're on kind of a cold streak on this one, Rod. Uh, plus 150, the number was there. 
the finish was not. Ends up in ninth place. Uh, he started eighth. Uh, I don't know. I, I know he, he didn't flip the first stage like he stayed out for the points, but then the second stage he did did flip it. Uh, I really thought he would get a better finish. And and again, we didn't really have utter chaos at the end of this one and and where we've had the leaders spinning each other out and wrecking each other. Like it it really was much calmer in general than I thought it would be. There was a there was a number of cautions in both races and but we just didn't get the big you had the one I can't remember even remember which I think it was the Xfinity race where there was one kind of big spin out there at the end and or no, yeah it was after it that was. late restart where you had that weird car i don't remember who it was up front that doesn't belong up front and it's like this never goes well and then a bunch of cars spun out but other than that like you really didn't get it and and so yeah I, man just austin hill a little disappointed in him this weekend i really kind of expected more from him well and again for austin hill he was fifth at the end of stage two or stage one rather but yeah, you're right. I mean, he just sort of floated in and out of the the top 10 and ended up finishing in ninth place. And I think he actually got kind of uh, nicked two there and, and kind of slid him back. I think he was part of like that three did. wide yeah. that three wide deal at one point. Yep. So, um, all right. I had Alex LeBay as a top five car. This wasn't looking Boy. bad for a long time. He started time. 10th. Oh. He started, what did he start? Did he start 10th or no? No, he actually started, yeah, he started 10th. He yeah, started 10th, tenth. but man, that right there, I mean, there's no way you were getting that number after he starts that high up in the field. So this was a great call for that. To, uh, I told you that 91 car was going to be within the mix. And in fact, he ended up inside of the top six, uh, actually top five at the age of, end of stage two. Um, cause he wasn't, he didn't have anything. To, he wasn't trying to flip anything. He was just trying to curious, go out. So like, why, why do you not pit there? I don't. Yeah, fully understand that. I don't know what happened to that. I mean, again, he would have been able to, I think he would have been able to stay inside of the top five uh, were it not for his decisions. And then, like I said, he finishes in 15th. Uh, so for a guy, again, that doesn't run full time to still finish inside the top 15, and he was running inside of the top five for a long time, a long part of this race, um, yeah, I, I still think he would have been able to do it. I think he should have been able to do it. Uh, but unfortunately, it did not get done at the end of the day. Yep. Uh, top Toyota, Rod. This was the proper way to attack this. This was the goal. Again, you're just making that in a bigger group, right? There's six, seven Toyotas in this race. You target that. You take two of the longer shots. Took Grala at 8-1. to one, Mosak at 10-1. to one. Grala comes home with the fifth-place finish as the top Toyota. Uh, John Hunter was eighth, so not a bad finish by him. And Sammy Smith ends up 11th. Um, Mosak was way back in 24th, but Grala gets it done uh, again. It's just there's Toyotas, and I, I've loved them in the Xfinity. Well, I've loved them in both series, but in the Xfinity series, I promise you, I'm talking about Toyotas this weekend. Going back to a mile and a half. Yeah, you can guess who my outright's going to be. The numbers aren't even out yet. I don't care because I'm betting on them because how do you not? But they came to the road course. They didn't, they had not been as strong. You don't have a Gibbs or anybody like that in the, in the 19 with it being Snyder. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, this was the proper way to attack this. Grala cashes at eight to one. Uh, so this was for not having the outright. Uh, this was a good way to replace that because this one uh, was was a nice little cash for us. Yeah, and John Hunter, thirty eighth place start. Like he started dead last and moved his way all the way up. Yeah, I think eight. he didn't run. Did he not run a qualifying lap either? Yeah, he was. So yeah, there was a lot of that this weekend with the practice and qualifying's being back to back. Basically, like if you left the. I think if you went to the garage during practice, you weren't allowed to do 
um, to do the qualifying lap. And, and so John Hunter was part of that. So, yeah, nice recovery by him because uh, he's not the best road course racer, as, as we've kind of documented. But, uh, yeah, he did have a good finish, too. But luckily, wasn't the top twin. No, no, no. Uh, but Mosak actually did uh, run around there. I, I think he was in the. He, he was got, one of them that got spot. He got, yeah. he ended up backwards at one point. Yep, so and that's, that's what it was. It was of. it was Grala and it was Mosak as the yeah, first two Toyotas. Yeah, because they were the top two Toyotas. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Yep. Either one, and then Mosak got spun, and I'm like, oh god, here we go. And and luckily Grala hung on. But uh, yeah, so I think again, with that, you know, it had had Mosak not got spun, they'd have probably been the top two Toyotas. Then it looks really good on you. So. I think again, you just got, you got to find these ways to turn these. There are points at the super speedway specifically, at the road courses specifically, uh, where you can turn these in. Now this week at Vegas, probably not because you're going to have three really fast Gibbs cars, right? And so it's going to be hard to not, you know, to beat all three of them. But where these other guys have these advantages of it's not just raw speed, that's where you take advantage. Speaking of raw speed, Cole Custer, raw speed. <laughs> okay, I got him as a top five car. He finished as the second car in this race behind Sam Mayer uh, and actually led four laps in this one. So top five minus 120. Uh, Cole Custer started seventh. And again, for Cole Custer, I mean, he's got stuff on the line too, right? So it's not as if he wasn't racing for it, but his car was fast enough to be able to outlast everybody else's strategy. Um, he was nowhere near the top 10 in either the end of the two stages because he flipped yeah, it because he was yeah he was locked in on points which was was another bonus of why you take this because he's doesn't have to to stage race so basically yeah so cole custer ends up uh winning this or, or not winning this but cashing this bet for sure and this was a no-brainer i i knew even when i saw him float backwards i was like i'm not worried about it and and charging up through the field at the end to to get a second place finish take that every day yeah, and he was very strong. He's been really good on road courses this year. He's got two, uh, a road course win and a street circuit win. But uh, And they were just being in the right place at the right time at the end, which is what a top five is, being in the right place at the right time. I had Brandon Jones top five plus 600. Again, similar to the Cup Series. This was kind of a, in case all hell breaks loose, uh, and, and it really didn't. And, and Jones was running decent for a while, ended up as one of the cars that was spun out at one point. Uh, you see that nine car flip around, and you go, okay, there goes that ticket, unfortunately. But... Uh, that's how it goes again just kind of wanted to work in some of these dart throws just in case because uh and hey it worked out in the top toyota category um and so and it didn't didn't get the overtime restarts that that i think would have made things crazy so this one didn't cash but rod what a great call on this next one yes my friends uh mayor is a top three car at plus 120 i told you guys too and and really it was just about sam mayor and and I know he's a self-proclaimed AJ Allmendinger the second. I don't know, Sam. Let's let's cool your jets on that one. But you still got a, a a handful more road races to be able to win to to call yourself AJ Allmendinger the second. Yeah. You're getting there. Three in one season's pretty good. But You're getting yeah, there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, and and listen to me. Like I said, this is a comfortability level. He's got that comfortability now. He he's not afraid. He's not afraid to to be assertive when he needs to be and to lay back when he doesn't need to be. Like, there's a maturity level now in these road courses for Sam Mayer. I wish I would have laddered this one all the way up to the to the Ryan Blaney status, but um, I felt comfortable as a top three. I, I really did. I felt like at least, if nothing else, he would finish inside the top three, and he did. And and for him going forward, you really do have to take a look at his road course numbers now. And maybe the books will start to adjust, but if they keep giving us, you know, anything resembling plus money for any any part of it, we'll take it. 
yeah, and this one, I mean, his other two, you know, he didn't dominate the race. He, he hung up there, and he kind of made sure he was there in the right place at the right time at the end and, and won both of them. But this one, he flat out dominated. I mean, he started on the pole. He led, I'm sure he led the most laps. I don't have that right in front of me, but he led 50 I mean, he, and that yeah, was it. Though. He was in control of this race uh, and he had to win, right? That was, although we didn't mention they, they had the cut race here for the Xfinity as well. He had to win to get in. He won and got in. So props to him, handled the pressure. He's a young guy still. Uh, and yeah, it was great. This next one, unfortunately, probably was void on most books. I had my Snyder over Boris said. Love Boris said, we talked about it, it was a great story, 61 and everything, but uh, he didn't even get a chance to make the race. Had an issue in practice with the car and uh, was not able to qualify. They didn't have enough owner points, so he was out. Uh, unfortunately, I know most books void this. Again, check. Check the rules. Make sure you're reading the rules, not just taking their word for it because they like to lie to you as we've, <laughs> as we've learned. Uh, so make sure you look at the rules if you did have this ticket. But unfortunately, voided in most places. I still think it would have been the correct call in the race. Uh, Snyder, 14th place, not super impressive, but that's kind of where you, you expected him to finish in this race, and uh, I feel like that would have been better than said. Again, the legend, right, and he's a great driver, and it's a Hendrick car, but he's 61 at this point, and, and uh, you know, I don't think it would have would have gone super well for him, so didn't even make the race, didn't get a chance to really catch this one, but uh, I would definitely place it again. Love Boris, but uh, I think you got to fade him if you get the opportunity. Yeah, this is one of those uh, tip your cap type of a situations in baseball where they roll out the old timers and they're like, oh, yep. yeah, love yeah. you, buddy, but uh, I'm betting against you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. This next one. Oh, all of a sudden, the Roval's nice to Riley Herbs. I, I, we documented how terrible it's been to him. And they, I think the Roval wanted to make nice to the to the 98 car. Uh, I had Chandler Smith, the 16 car, which had won all of the races up until this point on this track over Riley Herps. Riley Herps gets us a top five finish, which is something we haven't said in a while as far as when we were taking him. So Riley Herps finishes fourth. Chandler Smith, though, to his credit, still finished 12th after a day where I felt like he was in and out of the top 15 almost all day long. He kind of lost track of him at, at points. He started 17th. He did finish 12th. But, yeah, that 16 car totally missed A.J. Allmendinger in it. Um. Chandler Smith, the rumors I'm hearing now, Rod, to JGR next year. That could be um and he's formerly was two with Smiths. Toyota. Be, what's that? Two Smiths. Well, no, because Sammy's leaving. Remember, oh, Sammy's, right. going, Sammy's to going to JRM. So, right. Smith replacing Smith. They wouldn't even have to change the door panel, right? Just keep him <laughs> in the in whatever numbers. I don't know what Sammy's driving. He's Cost in the efficient. 18, right? But yeah, just yeah, change the initial and you're good. Uh, but that he was with KBM prior in the truck series and then he switched to Chevy for Colic here, but Man, he's a good driver, and you put him in fucking fast cars like JGR has, ooh, that could be a dangerous combination next year. So we'll have to see if that is the case or not. But um, I had Austin Hill over Jordan Taylor, minus 125. I know we talked about Hill, and it wasn't the best finish ever, but this one was never in doubt. Taylor, uh, 16th place finish. Again, that's pretty much right where you thought he would be, right? It had been in the 20s in his two starts between the Cup and Xfinity Series. It's just... This is a different discipline of racing. It's a different style. He's a great racer and, and good in IMSA and, and all these other things he drives. But NASCAR is different, and, and we see it time and time again with these guys. Again, there's the one outlier in, in SVG. Street course, not the same as a road course. Um, but, yeah, it, this this was an easy way to go, and, and he'll easily cash this one. So uh, minus 125 was no sweat. 
Uh, not indeed. Uh, this one was a sweat and it ended up not working out. I had Toyota over Ford were not for Cole Custer and Riley Herbst. This bet would have been fantastic, but both of those guys decided was right there with an opportunity. I mean, fifth place. Mm -hmm. He was. So yeah, unfortunate. Just, just didn't hit this one. Uh, outrights. I had Parker Kligerman 10 to one. Um, he ended up, boy, where did he end up? It was not. Parker Klingman ended up in sixth place. Not bad. Oh, yeah. Sixth place. Not bad. Uh, just wasn't as good as I thought he would be, which was kind of unfortunate. They didn't really have a winning car, I don't think. So, Sammy Smith, 17 to 1. Again, it was just kind of a longer shot. A guy you thought maybe would be fast. Started back at 20 seconds, so he's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. Ends up 11th. Meh, whatever. Mosack, 100 to 1. I mean, he was running in the top 10 towards the end. So, what more do you want from a guy that's 100 to 1? Like we documented before. Ended up getting spun around there and, and, and doesn't have a great result, but a uh, hundred to one. And he's, he was at least in the mix for a while. I'll take that any day. So I had, uh, I had Sheldon Creed. Can somebody please tell me when and if Sheldon Creed will ever catch a break? And I mean, ever catch a break. That dude <sighs> is cursed, right? I, I, and he started fifth. He did have a top 10 finish. But, God, he was in the mix for so much more. He was cutting it up in the front of the, the field just about every single time you were looking. Unfortunately, he, uh, what did he get mixed up, right? I think he got kind of tapped and and pushed out or something like that. Or it was, Yeah, and, and that was it. So, Sheldon Creed, 10 to 1, couldn't hit. Chandler, like I said, 60 to 1, but only because the 16 car had uh, had been in the victory lane. And I thought, what what a great story it would be for the 16 to continue to win. Oh, I races. thought that was the 16 Colic Cup car. Sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I'm going to transfer that to the other card. And then, Cody, screw the world. I tried to warn you on this one. No, no. This was the right bet, damn it. This was the one that was supposed to hit. Justin Allgaier plus 350. If it weren't for stupid Ryan Ellis, right? That I think that was the car that ended up crashing. He stayed up front. It was the he was the forty three car, or one of the cars that that stayed up there that should not have stayed the, up there. Yeah, I, don't, I think the O two car was the one who stayed up there, but he wasn't really the cause of that wreck. I don't know. But he was. If it <sighs> wasn't for that, because then they got three wide and and Justin got edged out and. Oh, I'm Zen, Cody. I'm Zen. Justin Allgaier starts second, leads ten laps in this, and does not even finish this race at thirty seventh. I am Yeah, I I think I recall saying that I thought he was going to be good and I really liked him, but you can't trust him at this short of a number. I don't want to say that I'm right because I hate for your bet, Rod, but uh ah, man. I'm retiring. Well, we got one JRM car right. I I'll tell you that right. right we go. got one JRM car right. But <laughs> I'm that one mm, and I as soon as he spun out, I was like, "Are yeah. you kidding me?" Like I screamed yeah, at my is. television. You, uh, I, I knew it was coming too, and that's, ah, uh, that's what sucks. But hey, it's uh, he was the fastest car. Um, well, maybe the second fastest car to to Mayer. To Sam Mayer, it would have been him, and it would have been them. It would have been duking it out. Yeah, again. and just man, yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate to see. Uh, just to wrap up the uh, the championship for these guys as they head to there. So they're on the same. We're all lined up now with the Cup Series, right? So they will race the next three weeks, just like the Cup Series. Trucks are off this week. Then we have one, then they're off, and then so they're out of whack still. But everything is lined up the same way. You got John Hunter with a 37-point gap. It's not quite a mulligan, but he's looking pretty good there, right? Um, but again, 
The one thing you have to keep in mind with that, he's 37 of the cut line right now, but if you get three of these other eight guys win, and then there's only one guy getting in on points, and that goes for both series, that is very, very important to note. So, so make sure you want to win if you can. But John Hunter, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, Sam Mayer are the top four. Again, Mayer was completely out, had to point, had to win to get in. He did it. Custer, Chandler Smith, Sheldon. How is Sheldon Creed still alive? I don't know, but he is. And Sammy Smith, uh, advance number 10. They'll be gracious in victory or defeat. When they, when they played that radio transmission before, I go, I hope it's defeat because I would love to see that. And he did not advance. Kligerman sadly didn't advance. Josh Berry, kind of a surprise. Beginning of the season, not a guy you would have not making the final eight. Uh, and Jeb Burton wasn't really shocking to anyone. He, he's the one. He's the one. He's the one that spun it out. That's yes. the guy. That's because the he just completely cooked it into turn one. And his excuse later on was he hadn't restarted up front ever, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> but yeah, he just drove it. I mean, Chase Elliott style right into the. Although he didn't come back and win the race like Elliott did, but oh yeah, they funny. they asked him for a little Jeb Burton magic. That's not the magic we needed from him. No. Oh boy, yeah, that was rough. But uh, twenty-seven man, what a, cars, what a not day. my friend anymore. <laughs> that no longer will he be Jeb Burton. He's just a twenty-seven, <laughs> just number twenty-seven. <sighs> All right. Well, then uh, the roll is done. Las Vegas, it is, baby. Vegas will be up five honey by midnight, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be breaking it all down for you as we come back tomorrow with our Cup Series bets. But Cody. Got to get you out the door. So let's tell everybody where they can find you on social media so we can send everybody else out on their way to get ready for Vegas, baby. Yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Coming back for Vegas this week. We kind of went a little light the last couple of weeks, right? You take it easy. Full full on this weekend. We're going full bore into this one, and uh, we're going to hit some bets. I'm excited. Let's go make some money in Vegas. Hitting the strip, kids. Follow me on X at RJ Villagomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, you can find it all there. We'll see you guys tomorrow for some Las Vegas action. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.